You're listening to a Dulahan Productions podcast. Listener discretion is advised. In a typical nightclub, you can expect to find music, lights, drinks, and generally partygoers having a good time. Oh boy. But what if I told you this nightclub we will be discussing has the gateway to hell? Oh yeah, I've never heard of this one. You've never heard of this one. When the lights go out and everyone has gone home for the night, what remains in this popular Kentucky nightclub? Woo! Let's investigate the history and haunting of Bobby Mackey's. Dun dun! So pull up a chair, join the circle, and let's introduce ourselves in this weekly meeting of Alcoholic Anomalies. I'm your host, Jason Sparks, and as always, I'm joined by my co-star, the man who I'm convinced is a telepath because he won't get out of my head, Bobby Strickland. So that's why you want to give the bar tonight. Yeah, you know, kind of wanted to, to go ahead and get in the mindset of what the nightclub feel is, you know, so we can really immerse ourselves into Bobby Mackey's. Hmm. Yeah. So Jason tried to tell me before this episode, he's like, yeah, this is one you've never heard of, so uh, you're probably going to hate this. Whenever uh, this is like the first like ghost thing I actually got into was Bobby Mackey's. So. <laughs> yeah, Bobby's been asking for this episode for a very <laughs> long time, and I really wanted to kind of lead him on in the fact that we're starting off season two with his recommendation, which okay. is Bobby Mackey's. So Bobby, with that being said, you know, we're glad to be back for season two. We decided to go ahead and get started because of the love we have for this show and all the support our listeners have given us. So thank you. And we look forward to continuing this show that we hold so near and dear. Merch coming soon. Merch is coming soon. Be on We're working on it right now. We're working on it. We'll, uh, we'll see how far progress comes by the time this episode airs. Yeah, because uh, just the way the economic climate's going right now, everything's expensive. It's expensive, and we want to make it affordable. You know, we don't want to upcharge anything. We really don't want to make a profit to a large extent on this. You know, because at the end of the day, we really want to get our name out there. Yeah, um, right there with you. Um, so with that being said, um, <laughs> we'll just kind of see how things go, depending on what we do. Got any recommendations like what kind of merch y'all want? Uh, y'all feel free to send it to the Instagram because I'm the one that runs the Instagram. I'm looking at a few different things. I definitely want to do koozies just because you know we do drink. Um, plus, you can use koozies just about anywhere. Um, I'm looking at koozies, maybe hats and a t-shirt. Um, like I said, if you have any recommendations on like what you might want, uh, let me know. That way, I can just kind of put it in the works and see what what we can do with that. So kind of in that similar vein, Bobby, I've already heard some people ask for hoodies. So that's definitely an option that we'll explore. Oh, absolutely. Especially, well, it's getting a little warm right now. But <laughs> I love, like, fall, winter weather. So we made a hoodie. I might get three for myself. <laughs> Buy it now. Logistics are kind of slow. So you'll get it come fall time. You know you'll be ready. Uh, maybe by Christmas. <laughs> ah, if you're lucky. <laughs> But Bobby, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on into the history of Bobby Mackey's. So before it was Bobby Mackey's nightclub, the site was a slaughterhouse in the 1850s, where in the basement it was used to dispose of animal remains and blood. It is believed that after the slaughterhouse closed in the 1890s, the site was used for satanic rituals where not only animals were sacrificed, but so were humans. It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. I don't think that's a party I want to associate well, with. I was talking about with the slaughterhouse. I'm sure they had some barbecues afterwards, you know. Um, sounds like extra meat laying around. You know? I mean, probably. <laughs> I mean, also, the, I don't know what the work conditions were like in the 1800s. So I imagine some of that meat might have been a little questionable. Um, but that's just me personally. Uh, they probably hung it in a smokehouse, you know. Just let it, you know, tenderize. Or preserve it. Either way. Uh, That's how they preserved meat back in the day. It was through a smokehouse. Oh, yes. But also the meat I'm referring to. I still don't think I want it preserved or smoked. I think I'm okay. I know what meat you're talking about. Okay. Let's... (laughs) You dirty, dirty mind. Dirty, dirty, dirty. 
So to continue on, in the eight in eighteen ninety six, the body of a twenty two year old woman was found in a field about two miles from the old slaughterhouse. Her name was Pearl Bryan. This murder shaped the local community because of the gruesome nature of the murder. Pearl had been pregnant with the child of her boyfriend, Scott Jackson, who was studying dental surgery at the time. Her boyfriend convinced her to let him alongside the assistance of his roommate, Alonzo Walling, to perform an abortion. The abortion went terribly wrong, resulting in Pearl's death. It is believed that the two removed her head in an effort for the body to be unrecognizable, but it is also believed that it was used in satanic rituals in let's the old slaughterhouse. Let's be honest here. They're using that the head to do the dental charts, you know. They're just trying to get their practice in. <laughs> You know, I'm being like I'm not trying to be funny here. Okay, maybe I am, but still, uh, you wholeheartedly are, <laughs> in, in in a very gruesome nature. But I think there definitely can be some credence in that. These are both dental surgeon students. I mean, what practice do you have versus an actual human skull? Yeah, I mean. I mean, where you're in school, I mean, I'm sure they make fake skeletons. I'm sure there's some real ones out there. Uh, I mean, being in the late 1800s, I'm more prone to believe as cadavers, but... Exactly, so real ones. Yeah, but I I don't think that you need to chop the head off of your girlfriend to have practice. I I don't know, Bobby. It's There's there's a lot of gray area here. Oh, tomato, tomato, you know? Potato, potato. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> So the two men were discovered, and as a result, were sentenced to death by hanging. Alonzo Walling, the boyfriend's assailant, while standing on the gallows, swore that he would continue to haunt the community after death. What a welcome parade, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? You're going to move to this town. I want to go ahead and let you know. There is one ghost hanging around. He was a dental surgeon. I don't know. Might start pulling some teeth, but uh, see that would be a be a little frightening. You know, a lot of ghosts that we've kind of touched on so far will either appear before you, or if they touch you, typically it's a a push, or they'll try and hold your hand, as you like to refer to. Luckily, they're not holding on your pocket, but that's true. It'd be interesting if a ghost somehow were able to like crane your head back and just yank a tooth right out. Like, or if like you just got a little toothache, you know, it's like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I know it's him. It's got to be Alonzo. There's no explaining this. It's not normal. Just random toothache one day. It's like, yeah. Alonzo got a hold of me today, so I'm just going to call it work. <laughs> Calling in Alonzo. <laughs> <laughs> But to, to kind of touch on, since this is a young 20-year-old man who is studying to be a dental surgeon, and he is so vindictive after the malicious intent he already had in killing this girl, he states that he is going to continue to haunt the local community after death. I'm kind of curious if them finding out that him and Scott Jackson committed this murder if the local community kind of dodged the bullet a little bit, I mean, you hate for the loss of Pearl Jack, Pearl Brian, excuse me, wholeheartedly. But who's to say that Alonzo would not have gone on to be a serial killer? Who's also to say that they didn't perform that abortion wrong on purpose as well? I would wholeheartedly believe that if the speculation that her head was used for satanic rituals that I believe wholeheartedly that your presumption would be correct. Well, I was going to go in a different direction on that, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Because I was going to say what if they were in relations because, I mean, back then, I mean, I mean, still kind of today, it's not as bad, but it was frowned upon very heavily back then. Yeah, to have an abortion. Well, I was talking about um, homosexual relations is what I was going with. So, so you're believing that right, maybe this... them two had maybe relations together, and then maybe he saw her as like I don't know 
competition, I guess. I mean, either way, it's awful. But so, so, so I don't want to wholeheartedly. Uh, I mean, I don't dis- want to go down that rabbit hole di- either. Discredit because, your your claim because I don't know. I wasn't there in the late eighteen hundreds. But I believe that that is a stretch. I would have to believe. And like I said, don't want to go for too far down the rabbit hole. I mean, but I is say, it is it like a Slenderman stretch or is it like you know? <laughs> we're not we're not claiming ten, ten feet tall here. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it is a stretch because I mean. Again, I just like to think of every scenario that could have happened. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you use it for satanic rituals, that's one thing. Or, that could also have been a cover-up, too. You know? Yeah. Could have been. I mean, there's a bunch of different things that could have happened. I don't know, with this whole Vicky White, Casey White scenario. <laughs> yeah, I like to look at the whole picture. Like, what all could possibly be here? Touching on <laughs> local news that will not be local when this episode airs. But... We're in the background of the interview. <laughs> yeah, we are in the background. If you Walking out of the that, courthouse. It's on. Not for, not because we was in court. It's, it's on your local Fox News channel. <laughs> we were not going to court that day, luckily. Luckily not. <laughs> we just had to get some stuff done at the courthouse. We weren't getting married either. Don't go down that road. We're, we're, we're not getting the tax benefits yet. Um, <laughs> don't make enough money yet. <laughs> yeah, we don't make enough money to, to claim the tax credit yet. One day. One day, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what's that movie, Bobby? Chuck and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yeah, not Chuck and Larry in it yet. But to to kind of circle back to my claim um, that I was going to make, I was going to do a shelf, shameless plug on the potential of Alonzo Walling becoming a serial killer. If you are interested in serial killers, please look up a. Uh, another Dulahan Productions podcast, which is Serial Time, a serial killer podcast, uh, which has the host, which was our guest star in our season finale of season one, and along with myself being the co-host. So if you're interested in that, please feel free. A little shameless plug there. But with that being said, we'll keep going into the mystery of Bobby Mackey's. So in the 1920s, a new building was built as a casino and speakeasy during Prohibition. After Prohibition, Buck Brady bought the casino when it drew the attention of the local mafia. But Buck was still refusing to sell to the mafia. The mafia started to torment casino customers, and eventually Buck pulled a gun on a mobster and was charged with attempted murder. This casino was called at the time Pimrose. Pimrose? Pimrose. Pimrose, yes. So, really ballsy move by Buck Brady here to pull a gun on local mobsters. And obviously, I kind of get the indignation that local law enforcement charged him with attempted murder because more than likely, the mafia was in the back pocket of the cops and had him arrested instead of taking Deems a little bit too far and just whacking him, as you would say. All I can think about is D3. And going, pull the trigger, pull the trigger. <laughs> I want you to know. And then the one guy in the background just pulling out a pocket knife. <laughs> the, 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 the larger football coach. <laughs> this little baby knife out of his pocket. Jump, bro, jump. Jump. You just puked in my freshly cut turf field. F you. F you. Now back to me. Go every time so others may, every time, get some. But continuing on, in the 1950s, the nightclub reopened as the Latin Quarter, where the daughter of one of the owners, Joanna, fell in love with a young singer named Robert Randall, who performed there. Joanna became pregnant with Robert's child and planned to run away with him. Her father, however, forbade their romance and had Robert killed. When Joanna discovered Robert's death, she killed her own father with poison and then proceeded to take her own life. In an interesting note, the current owner of the building goes by Bobby Mackey, but his full name is Robert Randall Mackey. I mean, Bobby, Robert, uh... Amen. Your name's Brandon, Bobby. Let's uh, let's not get it twisted here. 
is the Robert. <laughs> and wow. plus, when I think Robert, I think Bob. <laughs> well, let's put the B on there. The B-Y. <laughs> yeah, Bob B. You know? So we're putting the E there, too? Yeah, Bob B. Yeah. E. <laughs> so, Vincent. V I sin. Sin. <laughs> Done. <laughs> One of those old pennies. Sin. <laughs> but that, that's a that's an interesting point I wanted to bring up about Bobby Mackey, uh, because it is believed that Joanna favors Bobby Mackey because of his similar name to Robert Randall, her, as you would like to say, baby what? daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, you got me in a box. What, what do I say? I'm not sure. Is, is this going to get me in trouble? <laughs> you have that baby daddy drama. Got that baby daddy drama. But to continue on, the Latin Quarter was closed in the 70s after a series of fatal shootings. And as we previously discussed, it is believed that the basement still contains the gateway to hell because of the well that was created during the time as a slaughterhouse. A former caretaker of the building was actually exercised in the building by a priest after he was a victim to demonic possession. I actually have video of that. There is. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Because I actually saw that video, or parts of the video, I didn't watch the entire thing. But that was wild because they said it like he was alive up until like probably 2013, I yeah. think, somewhere in there. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, everything that I saw in Bobby Mackey's, usually they interviewed him as well. Yeah, absolutely. And they could tell like because they're shaking up from it. Well, sometimes it was before he even got exercised. Yeah. And like they said that like he would be fine and also he'd flip a switch back to get out. Just don't yeah. come back be very violent to anybody within the building yes and he would like be violent himself and like it was just crazy to watch and then i think after he got exercised he fell in like a deep depression though too like i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure he started drinking heavily and had some drug abuse in there as well but i may be wrong on that Um, I, i don't know for certain from my research but i mean i would have to imagine i mean that has to be so traumatic of an experience yeah. to have gone through because he like it's not like he just worked there he lived upstairs he lived in there upstairs. yeah exactly so that was yeah. his day-to-day life yeah he had a witness because like i know also with the well there's still human remains at the bottom of the well mm-hmm. that they just won't move nope because they're afraid to because nope. of like what it might stir up exactly and that's the the activity within Bobby Mackey's is already so gruesome in nature. It is such a, a belief to have demonic entities within it. And like you said, no one wants to stir the pot on that. It's already bad enough. How much worse can it get? And that's why I bring up the, the caretaker, because that really kind of sets the stage of how bad Bobby Mackey's truly is. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure Ghost Adventures has done, like, three episodes there i believe so um and i want to say after the second time who was it it's aaron nick it was Mm -hmm. nick nick just stopped doing any kind of like any show with them like they just quit the show period after the second time they went to bobby mackey's he said something followed me home and he's like i i can't do this anymore yeah i mean i'm out (laughs) like even uh BuzzFeed Unsolved, uh, once a season, Ryan Hagara will do a, a demonic uh, place that has demonic possession within it, and that's it, because he is, is so frightened by the demonic and everything, understandably so. Oh, yeah. Because in Nick's instance, he felt the repercussions. He essentially pushed his luck, and he paid the consequences for it. Because, like, if you watch the first time, I'm pretty sure that's our very first episode of Bobby Mackey. It might have been. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I know it was in the first season, mm-hmm. um, but I remember Nick going to a bathroom, and he saw something with like his own eyes, like he didn't catch on camera. And he starts running and screaming. He just hears Zach, "Stop running! Stop running!" <laughs> Get over here. So, uh, yeah, I mean the. Best memory I have of that because I haven't seen that episode in who knows 
probably three years, four mm-hmm. years, something like that. But the best memory I have is that, and then them going to the well, and like, there's still a school down here. Yep. And they show it. Yep. Like, that's... Yes, you can see what is believed to be the top of that school. Yeah, that's... Wow. Yeah. Frightening stuff. Um, and with that being said, this is actually a place we want to go to. Um, yeah, it is. I just want to go, just go like one time. I, I mean, me and you both talked about the fact that we'd love to go to it while it's open hours as a nightclub. Yeah. And then see how much the atmosphere changes when the lights are off and it is just us within the building. Yeah, we probably won't stay very long. <laughs> yeah, it might be a quick in and out. Like, yeah, like, but 15 like, minutes maybe tops. You know, yeah. like when you're visiting a house during a showing and you're, you're just kind of in and out. Yeah, you know. You know. Oh, yeah, cool. It's a wall. Yeah, oh, there's the well. How, there's the school. All right, I see all of them. Did, did, did every room have crown walling? I don't know. I went in there long enough to tell. <laughs> like, I was in and out. I saw three bedrooms, two bathrooms. That was it. Because I'm pretty sure they don't even have it covered up or anything. I'm pretty sure it's nope, just like, oh, it's, it's just yeah, it's a pit right in the back or something yeah, like that. It's in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the basement is still very, you can tell the ancient history that is that building by the basement. Which basement's already kind of creeped me out. Because I remember... Uh, well, just imagine a basement with the get to hell in it. You know, casual, you know. Well, so, you know, like, I don't know if you ever went in the basement of one of our former, or not former, one of our friends in college's former house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a basement in their house. Mm-hmm. And you go down there, they have a swing down there, and like, it was very creepy, because like, it's pitch black until you get all the way down the steps. Yeah, until you, you hit the light. The switch is at the very bottom. Right. <laughs> Which kind of gives me, you know, conjuring vibes. Yeah, but... and you, go, and, like, you turn on the light, and it's like one child swing in the very middle, because there's two posts mm-hmm. like, in the middle, and like you have a swing hanging in the middle of that, a TV mounted up, and then this like, secret like little room behind the TV. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not really like fun to think about. So, so, so I know what this basement looks like, and so like I hundred percent understand the picture you're saying. But to a, as a listener, hearing there's a swing in a basement kind of makes me think of a red room, but it's not like that it's at not, all. It, 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 it's, it's not like a. It's a creepy looking swing. Yeah, like, like if you go to go to a park, you know, you think of like a, a creepy park. Got the one swing like going back and forth. Constant swing. There's no wind, but yeah. it's swinging anyway. Yeah, take that. Take that swing. And put it in the basement. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's unsettling. Yeah. I, I think I went another three times, maybe. Nice. Seven yeah. swing once, about broke it, but. Uh, hey, you're, you're more balls than I am. Yeah. Uh, and, and honestly, if it was me, I probably wouldn't want to take it off the swing just in case there is anything going on down there. I don't want to take away their activity so they can keep doing that instead of coming upstairs and messing with me. And what kills me, though, is that that was for the kids. <laughs> Yeah. They made that for the kids. Yeah. Yeah, screw that. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going down there. Yeah. yeah go, right, go right in, little Sally. Yeah, yeah. Go down there. Yeah, little Timmy, uh, just go all the way down the stairs to where you can finally hit on the light switch to this pitch black basement. Yeah. And then you can go play. And then guess what? You got to turn it off to come back up. You gotta, you, you're going to hit that lane. You're going to come running up them stairs. <laughs> Might miss a few steps, but. <laughs> you, be, you better be fast and what's ever chasing you. If you get to the light, you're okay. I bet, like, I bet when he was little and like coming up that though, it seemed like that got further and further away. Oh, that that staircase had to be a mile long as a kid. Yeah, I mean, it's already steep enough. <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's, it's not a very forgiving staircase no. by no means. <laughs> it's I, like climbing a ladder straight up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, not really an athlete. You know, I would definitely bust my face on the steps. <laughs> I about did once twice. You probably can hit the light. Nope, you can do it. Yep, you got it. I'm going to be at the top of the I'm at the top of you. I'll watch you. I'll hold the flashlight. Make sure nothing's coming up behind you. Yeah, and if I see anything move in your oh, shadow. Oh, yeah, the door's getting slammed. Yeah, if I see your shadow move, I don't care. You're going to be demon food. I don't care. And you know, now I think about it, they had a lock on that door, too. Like a like one of those bolt locks. Like one, like, not like a deadbolt, but like one of those that you got to pull down, slide across, and push back up. Kind of makes you wonder, and the badass kids, or no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> in, in all seriousness, though, kind of raised the question what are you keeping down there? Yeah. Yeah, because that's already a. Like, the house is in a. I, I wouldn't say it's in a great neighborhood. It's not a bad neighborhood by no means, but still, like, it just makes me wonder now. 
I'm probably going to have nightmares at that house now tonight. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I uh, I finished uh, writing some of the, the source material yesterday, and I had plenty of nightmares last night. So that'll be you tonight. You know some source material last night. Oh, for this? Yeah, and then I had nightmares thereafter. So oh, don't sweet. worry, Bobby. And, and I, I don't think I've touched on this before, just as a side tangent. I actually had nightmares after the first episode of Serial Time. Like, I literally had nightmares about serial killers. So that sweet. might be us tonight. I don't know. Sweet. So to kind of touch on the personal relationship that Bobby Mackey has with his own establishment, his wife has said to have been able to smell rose scent perfume in the basement, the same perfume that Joanna was believed to wear. She's also stated that she's been grabbed, pushed down, and even shoved down the stairs after seeing an apparition that looked similar to Alonzo Walling who told her to get out. So this is like, this is going to be another side tangent here. Then this used to be a brothel as well, whenever it was a casino. It can be believed that it was. Since it I was a speakeasy and that it had mob connections and everything that it was believed to also be a brothel. Because I thought they said that it was like another thing, like another spirit that may be haunted there. Because I thought they said those two females. One was... Uh, Richard Mackey's daughter, or Robert Mackey's, my bad. Robert Mackey's daughter. Uh, Robert Randall's baby uh, mama. Was Robert Randall? Who's the... Ro- Ro- Robert Randall. Uh, I just stated him as an owner. I always said Robert Randall Mackey. Robert Randall Mackey is the current owner, a.k.a. Bobby Mackey. The gotcha. singer who got Joanna pregnant's name was Robert Randall. But Joanna Ooh. is believed... To be the daughter of the owner whenever it was the Latin Quarter. So whoever named the current owner knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, changing it to Bobby Mackey, I absolutely would do. I no, like name him Robert Randall, hmm? and then because you said the baby daddy's name was Robert Randall, correct? Yes. And the current owner's name is Robert Randall Mackey. Yes. So they knew what they were doing. Robert Maybe. Randall died before he had a child. No, I'm not saying he had a child. I'm talking about whoever named the current owner. Oh, his parents. Oh, th- yeah, that it was destiny for him to own this. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he was destined to own this building. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah. Well, and, and so I kind of want to touch on this a little bit. So Joanna is. There's actually a lot of speculation on if she even existed in the first place because there is no death record of a Joanna matching the same last name as the owner of the Latin Quarter at the time who did die within the Latin Quarter. However, there was a Joanna at the time who died about the same time, but it is believed that they changed her last name so it wasn't perpetrating to the owner because of the mob connections. Oh, okay. Yep. Because I was going to say illegitimate child, but that makes more sense now. So, so actually, that, that is one of the, the conspiracies, is that she was an illegitimate child, and that is why she worked as a, a dancer, a singer, what have you, at the casino at the time. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, that makes more sense now. Because, I mean... I never got the mob connection there, but that makes a lot of sense, especially if they're in their pockets and stuff like that. Exactly. I don't make it look like we did it. Exactly. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. But to kind of sum up Bobby's wife's experience in this, she refused to step foot in the building after these events, and understandably so. Yeah, uh, because I'm pretty sure they interviewed her as well whenever uh, all this stuff was happening. I'm pretty sure she said something like on the lines of that there was a sense of jealousy coming from another like side. Mm-hmm. And so, but that was where the um, the brothel thought came to my mind as well. Mm-hmm. You know, as, if they're pushing her, they may be trying to push her upstairs to get to either a room or push her down to the basement to either do what, yeah. what they believe is going to happen. Right. So that's where I got that's where I was wanted to make that point in yeah. there as well. That's understandable. And so to kind of touch on that a little bit too. 
So it is also believed that it wasn't just Alonzo being uh, vindictive towards Bobby Mackey's wife, but it was also believed that Joanna was also being vindictive towards her as well because of Bobby Mackey's full name, Robert Randall, and that she has her Robert Randall that she is happily married to where she was never able to find that romance within her Robert Randall. Can you imagine like being his wife and being like get just get mad like Robert Randall and then here's a spirit. <laughs> Glass flies right <laughs> towards your head and you're thing like how dare you say that name? Yeah. Like, uh honey, uh actually I'm not that mad right now. I'm waiting in the car and we'll talk about this later. Uh you know what you wanna know uh Let's go to McDonald's, you know? Let's get out of here. Yeah, Starbucks. Starbucks. And so to kind of touch a little bit, so I actually don't have this in my notes, but I think it might be an interesting point to bring up here. So there is a belief that spirits cannot cross water. And there's actually a creek, river, essentially, right beside Bobby Mackey's. And there's a belief that that is why it's such a hot spot. I thought it was moving water. It is moving water. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's moving water. And that since that moving water is so close to Bobby Mackey's, it is keeping these spirits in this one defined area. Man, that makes sense. Because, I mean, I kind of get that same vibe with kind of like Paducah. Mm. Um, if you didn't know, that's where I currently live. Um, but literally, Paducah is right in the corner of Kentucky, mm-hmm. where you had the Mississippi coming down one side and the Ohio coming north of it. So, and then you have the Tennessee River coming up as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it whenever all that meshes together, and if you had any hauntings, you're going to have it right there. Yeah, it's centralized. Yeah. If, if that speculation is it's true, believed to be true. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to get off on a tangent here, Bobby, but I, I really want to know if, say, you go to the most haunted, most demonic place ever, and you just run through, and you have, like, what you believe is voices you hear, apparitions you see, things grabbing on you, pushing you, and then you go back in. And this is a huge reach, Bobby. And you come back in basically in in bulletproof armor. But instead of it being bulletproof, you have like a water jacket. <laughs> and you just run through and nothing happens. Just you don't see nothing. You don't get touched because it's moving water. But I think the only thing that I can say to kind of like squash that theory though is if you is one how ridiculous that would be to do that but. well not not that i'm not moving water just period yeah is if i saw so nick he said that he had something come up with him mm-hmm. first sure they live in vegas yeah. so you're going to cut across multiple bodies of water there yeah. so i think my theory on that would be they can only cross moving water if that is true is if they latch onto somebody that can carry them across. Well, I'm curious if it's that or if it's the fact that spirits can't cross moving water, but demons, however, could. That's true. If you if you believe in separating the two. Yeah. Because I mean we we've had this conversation, not me and you, mm-hmm. but I've had this conversation with other people. They don't believe in ghosts, but they believe in demons. Mm-hmm. And my thing with that is if you're going to believe in demons, and like you believe all spirits are bad, there has to be something here to protect us. Mm-hmm. And my thing with that is be angels then. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me that you can't have you can only have demons and not have angels, and you also can't tell me you can only have angels not demons. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where my whole thing is like there has to be something else right that's kind of where you subscribe yeah and and to kind of touch so i don't disagree with that yeah but to kind of touch on my belief that there is separations between demons and spirits oh i think there's i I think there's a separation but that's my only argument with people that believe one and only that there's only demons because that's the only thing that can stay behind because Mm -hmm. you're supposed to be able to pass on right and that's kind of where my separation on that my argument against that is right and, and, and so kind of my my point to kind of go along with that is in, uh, don't get me wrong, Conjuring takes a lot of uh, dramatic liberties, but I do 
partially subscribe to the belief that the demon in, I believe it was Conjuring 2, or they're in England, where the... My house. The, the, yes, the My House <laughs> ghost, to where when they played the, the two cassette tapes together, and I want to say backwards, it might have just been together, to where it says, it won't let go. It's talking about, it is a soul that is trying to move on, but a demon has latched onto it and is preventing it from being able to pass on to the other side. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I subscribed, where I, the, my belief of, you know, you, you are supposed to pass on to in a, the afterlife, uh, not to get any sort of religious in, in this, but through demonic possession, not only in this plane, but the next, it, I believe that to be real and that they can hold you within this ethereal plane. Yeah, because like my, so my belief on the actual spirit itself is kind of where they mention it in like different shows if you're going to watch them and everything. Mm -hmm. I kind of resolve with this like, if you die very unexpectedly, you don't know you're dead, mm -hmm. that's where you can stay. Yeah. Because like, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, like car wrecks, like mm -hmm. stuff like that. That's very dramatic, very instant. And don't really know that you've passed on. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. And that's where they try to make the argument about like, well, I think at that point you're just a demon. It's like, yeah. <laughs> right. I I believe that some vengeful spirits, not all, some vengeful spirits, you know, who have this uh, thought that you no, know, I'm not done wreaking havoc in this plane, that they'll stay because they don't want to pass on that they're able to fight so spiritually to stay here but also that does kind of lead into them being able to adapt into a demon but that's a little bit too far to the rabbit hole that i don't want to get into but i do want to bring up a fascinating point on that we've discussed so far so bobby i don't know if you know this or not you might but bobby Mackey himself is not a believer in the paranormal i think i did know that because that's part of the reason why he moved in there. He's like, he's like, yeah, there's some weird stuff that happens, but I don't believe in ghosts or anything like that. And then he ended up becoming possessed. <laughs> yeah, it's not really touched too much on the possession of Bobby Mackey himself or anything. Um, I do have to believe that you have to be a little crazy to want to move in and want to keep going with this establishment that has such a reputation. Um, but also, I find it just to be pure blood insanity, to think, oh, these constant things I believe I'm seeing out of the corner of my eye, these pushes, these whispers, these voices, what have you, that, oh, it's it's just all fiction in my, my imagination. If that happened to me day after day in one location, but I go to another location, multiple different locations, more than likely, and I don't see any of that, I would believe that one location is an anomaly. Yeah. But, so, so you're saying if it only happened in one spot, right? Okay, mm -hmm. it's just something else. Mm -hmm. So what about residual hauntings? Yeah, I believe that to be true. So you'd be like, yeah, it's just something over there. I'm yeah. going that alone. Yeah, don't bother. Don't, it's not bothering me. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I believe in that. But I'm, I'm saying, you know, I, I would still believe that to be a haunting. You know, I still yeah. believe that something's happened there. You know, I'm not going to convince myself otherwise. Yeah. But that is also me as an advent believer yeah. of the, the paranormal who I, I do hope to go to these locations to either debunk or to find evidence definitively that I can't prove that supernatural does exist. But I believe more than likely I'm not going to be able to find that. I believe that core down, I'm going to always be a believer and that people always try and debunk the evidence I am able to display to them. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a fair point. Um, I mean, either way, if it's me and Mike, even if it's a residual haunting, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this place. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to move on now. Well, I'll say that, and then I also live in a haunted house now, but... Yeah, some weird stuff happened at your house. Yeah. I hope you didn't bring it with you, you know. Eh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and I got a new roommate. You know? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, you know, you said that I was haunted. I mean, I hadn't heard.
anything weird. Well, what again, I'm also used to it, but um, had anything weird happen here yet? Yeah, you've been staying with me about a week. Yeah, you know, not yet. Watch it happen tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that we brought it up, it's like old oh, school time, baby. <laughs> been gathering up all this energy, all this negative emotion. Let's go. It's like look at all those power force or uh, power outlets over there. I get charged up. Charged up. <laughs> You guys are kind of getting freaked out a little bit, sitting in the dark, talking about ghosts. This is all I needed, baby. It's go time. At 12.30 in the morning. <laughs> Honestly, it's pretty early. It is yeah. early. How, how we usually record these. Well, you know, the last two nights I fell asleep at like 10. So. Yes, you did. We uh, we were supposed to record last night, and somebody tried to go to sleep. Well, I'm sorry. It was late. For it, was, me. it was 10. But, <laughs> Bobby, to, to go ahead and jump back into some of the things that happens at Bobby Mackey's. It is said that you can hear footsteps on the stairs near the old well, even though the staircase leads to nowhere. Winchester House. Essentially. So it is believed that uh, it was an old staircase back from the slaughterhouse days, and they just kind of sealed it up. They didn't really worry about it. And that nobody thought, yeah, maybe we should get rid of this. Yeah, kind, so, of a, kind of a stairwell to hell as well, you know, yeah. along with the well to hell. But, you know, potato, potato. Yeah, because uh, for those who don't know about the Winchester house... Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> um, basically, what happened with that house is the owner believed that the ghost kept wanting to add on to the house, so he kept making it bigger and bigger and bigger, and then eventually got fed up with it. It was basically like, I'm just going to keep building on, but I'm going to build nothing, basically. So he built stairway or stairwells, that led to the ceiling, and it didn't have any doors or anything up there. It just kept going up to the top. He kept doing this, like, different places in the house, basically trying to confuse the ghost. And so, whenever... Every time I hear about a stairway going to nowhere... It's kind of where your mind immediately goes to. Yeah, immediately to the Winchester house. And and to kind of further touch on that, too, uh, it, it was also believed that the Winchester family believed that the ghosts that were haunting them were the victims of the Winchester rifles. Yeah. And that as someone was killed with the Winchester rifle, that they would then go and seek vengeance against the person who created the weapon, not against their murder themselves. Yeah. Uh, so to kind of further touch on, an apparition of a headless ghost can be seen, and it is believed to be Pearl Bryan, with other accounts stating that they have seen, interesting enough, Buck Brady. Buck Brady. Buck Brady, the one who pulled a gun on a mobster and was sentenced to jail for attempted murder. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. So it's kind of interesting that he still haunts, is believed to haunt the place, even though that was his place of business. You know, he probably had plenty of negative emotions within it because well, I'm, sure of, that, I'm sure it's not too far of a stretch, though. I mean, you gotta think it's most people who know they own a business, like they're all in on it. Like yeah. they love that place. Like they're, they're one. That's, that, that's essentially their second home, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, if you have that all taken away from you, and then you end up passing away, like, you're wanting to go back and see how it's doing, you know? Yeah. Like, make sure it's still succeeding. I can subscribe to that. I don't yeah. think that's too much of a stretch. Yeah. Now that you kind of look at it in that light. So, yeah. yeah. I believe in that. The, uh, the large mirror in the main room is also said to be a hot spot for those who have witnessed apparitions. So, I think for me, going to a haunted location... I think about the nun. <laughs> Walking into the mirror and seeing the nun behind me. <laughs> so, so I think about the nun a little bit, but honestly, I think about that movie that I honestly think is just terrible. Um, a lot of people don't think it is. I think it's just one of the worst things ever. But Oculus, have you ever seen that movie, Bobby? I have not. Essentially, it, it's this mirror that allows demons to cross through into this plane, which there is some belief that mirrors actually are a portal between this plane and the next, and that Oculus really kind of subscribes to that, and that you see things that aren't really there through the mirror. Well, you say that, and my mind went immediately to Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Mirror, mirror, on wall. Who's the fairest of them all? <laughs> so you're gonna go into Bobby Mackey's. You're gonna ask that, and then Joanna's gonna pop up behind you and be like, "Hey, what up, girl? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go hide out in the van. I'll be uh, I'm I'll like, I'm like, what up, girl? What you what you doing around here? Come off the- I'm, I'm gonna let y'all have y'all's time together. Y'all can go and go sit at the bar. Yeah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. You know what? Come here, you drink. You know what? Just my drink. 
Jason's got it. <laughs> and Elmore out the front door. <laughs> Jason's got it like that. that wait, wait. Oh. Jason! Jason! <laughs> Come back here! Get to it, And just middle fingers up, out the door. Have you met my friend Jason? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to say that shit, dude. I'm going to see nothing. You're going to say that you're going to be having this full-blown conversation and be like, okay, he's gone crazy. <laughs> I am out of here, dude. No, sir. It's my seventh sense. I don't know what my six one was, but I was about to seven. say we're just skipping six. We're just <laughs> we're going right, seven. right over it. Even though that movie was literally seeing dead people, I, 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 I got some questions here, but I don't know if I want the answer to them. <laughs> but to, to kind of, it's copyright. That's what that's why I said seven. Okay, is it kind of look like I? Is it because the reason I kind of look like the kid from Six Sense? Is that is that what you're going for? Well, actually, right now. I told you this earlier. You look like one of those girls off of <laughs> Friday Thirteenth. Hey, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Seventies <laughs> or no, was it sixties? I think it was seventies. Was it seventies? Seventies, eighties. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, that hairstyle is what you got going right now. You want me to put on a hockey mask? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dead. But I'll be dead. But to kind of close out my final point, employees after closing up for the night have stated that the bar light will be on, the doors unlocked, and the jukebox that is unplugged for the night will be playing a song that is not even programmed. What in, song? In the jukebox. It's a waltz. It's a very old timey, like, uh, I'd say about 50s, maybe 40s, 30s. So, <laughs> theory here. Has anybody stayed to dance that song? Ooh, Bobby, that's a good question. I want to say the song's name is The Anniversary Waltz. But if somebody stays to dance, like, what happens? I don't know. Are, are you saying you want to dance to that song? Because I'll, I'll let you have it. That's all you, Bingo. I mean, for research purposes, I'd almost be tempted to. I mean, as long as I can have blindfold on, I can't see around me. Uh <laughs> oh, you got to see around me. <laughs> Like, are you just going to dance with the air and, like, in essentially inviting something to pick your head? I don't want to invite anything to touch just because, like, the latching that could happen. But I got to wonder. So are you saying that me and you are going to have to do a waltz? Yes. <laughs> Might be a tricycle, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just picking me up, just swinging me around. Or if we get, like, I don't know, maybe if we get one, one who actually worked there to stay. Just to see, like, what would happen. Or if we, got, if we could talk one of them into dancing and just, like, kind of see what happens and then maybe have a priest on standby. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Case. Just in case. On speed, though. Yeah, on speed, though. Maybe they're on premises, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe do a blessing before we go in the building. But, yeah. Well, who knows? I think the last time they did an exorcism on that place, there was growls everywhere. So maybe a priest is not the best idea. <laughs> well, I mean, if any movie is to be believed with demonic possession essentially that very much pisses off anything that's within that building so maybe they, outside. they might shut us down on that one <laughs> maybe 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 he's outside you know in the pokemon field or i wonder like if you can figure out what song it is like i said i think it's the anniversary one if you just play it on your phone and stop see the plays afterwards Ooh, that oh bobby that'd be so creepy you play it in like the, the dance hall and you stop it and then like you go down to the basement and just rent like you even swipe off say Spotify to it's no longer even on your phone. And then just randomly it's playing in your pocket. That would be a little bit. That would be my luck. <laughs> no, no, no. To be honest. No, what if what if even even better example, I play it on my phone. I swipe off and it plays and on my phone. It starts playing on your phone. Because this is what my fear would be. This whole scenario of us. Oh, I'm gonna throw my, my phone in the creek after that. In the well? No, I'm not throwing it in the well. I don't. Right. I, don't, I, don't I don't want to call on people on my phone. I'm gonna throw it in the creek. Yeah. Beside Bobby Mac. Well, see, this is my only fear though. Is like if y'all say I'm haunted, like I, you say I'm haunted. Mm -hmm. I have sure. it follow me with me to Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can leave it there. Maybe. Maybe you can find him a girlfriend. I don't know. Oh, maybe or. You can fight for me, you know? Yeah, you know, maybe he's a good ghost. Maybe he's going to go to yeah, bed. Maybe, maybe he's protecting me from me. Yeah. yeah. That was my only thing with that, too, that we had the whole uh, scenario with, uh, like, demons and stuff like that. I said, 
well, someone's got to say to fight off the demons as well, or everybody would be having demons everywhere. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe that's all that noise is. He's you know choke slamming some demon in my in my kitchen. You know, yeah, you get him out. Or maybe that's why he was trying to wash my clothes for me. You know, he's hey. like, you're stressed out. Let me help you. Out he's looking out for you. Let me help you out. Well, well, if that if that is true, then uh. I guess I'm not protected. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should be the one who's concerned. <laughs> Maybe I should cons- be worried a little bit here now. So should we call Zach to see if he wants to go with us? Uh, no. Because Zach's going to be the one who's like, yeah, Jason, you go over by yourself. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and that's why I don't want to go. Uh, I'd rather call uh, Shane and Ryan from Busby. See if they would do. Yeah, because I know Shane would go out there by himself. Oh, absolutely. Shane would, go, Shane would go in that whole building by himself. <laughs> He'd stay for a whole eight hours. He don't care. <laughs> He'd say, what's up, ghost? It's your boy. What's up, demons? It's your boy. It's your boy. Is that, is that where he said that at? Was it Bobby Mackey? He said it in a lot of places. <laughs> he did say it at Bobby Mackey's, though. What's up, demons? It's, it's me, your, your, your boy. boy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Bobby, if uh, if nothing else for Bobby Mackey's, you know, I, I can't wait to visit this place. But if you have any final thoughts, please share. Or if not, I'll hand it to you. Where are we going? Uh, see, you're the, the sales guy, the, the, the pitch guy. I'm a, see, I, I'm very good at pitching stuff internally. But, you know, externally, I'm going to leave that all to you. So, oh, uh, so you want me to pitch it to Bobby Mackey's? Absolutely. I mean, similar name, Bobby and Bobby. I mean, come on. Is he still the owner? I think like he, today? I, think I thought he passed away. I don't know. I don't want you to look that up. I can tell i tell you who, who could be an owner if you wanted to be. Bobby Strickland. <laughs> Looks like it. Yeah, he's still there. <clears throat> he's old. He's 74 years old. Oh, oh, oh. So actually, Bobby, I actually have a great point to bring up here. Carl Lawson. Is the one that stayed there. It wasn't Bobby Mackey. Yeah, Carl Lawson's the one who had the demonic Yeah, yeah. so we've been saying it was Bobby Mackey at that time. You said it was Bobby Mackey. I think you did as well. No, I said Why I wasn't sure. Doing this? I wasn't sure if Bobby uh, had a demonic possession. Carl is the one that passed away, though. Yes, from demonic possession. And, yeah, and was the one who had the demonic possession. Yes. Yeah, that's why I said I wasn't sure if Bobby was the one who had it. Gotcha. Yeah. Bobby probably never goes there. I mean, I wouldn't either. But he still is said to be a non-believer. But, Bobby, I want to bring up this point. So, I don't know if you've ever seen the show that the Osbournes do, such as Ozzy and Cher and Osbourne and their kids, where they touch on the supernatural. So, a lot of times in that show, Ozzy, interesting enough, does not believe a lot of the quote-unquote evidence that is brought before him to be supernatural. And I kind of wonder, because Bobby Mackey... He also ate the head of a bat. We'll see, that. that's kind of my point. So Bobby Mackey was also a singer-songwriter and everything. And I don't know for certain, but it can be imagined that he experimented with drugs and narcotics. Ozzy Osbourne definitely did. You can find that verbatim. <laughs> that is absolutely known. We're going to trust and say a sentence now. Well, it's also from some other issues he's got. But anyways... Uh, but I wonder if for the fact of whenever, uh, say acid, for example, you take an acid trip, I've never done it, but you see some things and I wonder, you know, if Bobby did experiment as such and Ozzy, of course did, if from seeing those things in those trips and then going back to the world of reality, Whenever you you see these these small indignations, you're like, no, that's that's not proof to me because I've seen way worse stuff. Like my bar is extraordinarily high, and this is barely a one on the scale that I have established. I mean, I guess my question to them be like, what would it take for you to be a believer then? Like, probably getting sucker punched by a ghost. I don't know <laughs> I'll fight that ghost. I'll fight that ghost. Pull Jeremy Dooley. Because, like, that's my whole deal with that, I guess, topic. Mm-hmm. Is, like, you know, which who's to say, like, 
what other things they believe as well. Yeah. If you're taking LSD and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, should have heroin, you know? Whatever, um, you're huh? Whatever you're into. I mean, yeah. I mean, because when you're on those trips, I mean, I can imagine you're just going haywire just from seeing these people walking down the street that are tripping, tripping out. So, you know, hearing sounds and stuff like that. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> hearing colors and say, seeing sounds. I was going to say, you're now? Like, <laughs> I, I think hearing sounds is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> we guess I you to say it. <laughs> what an idiot to both of us. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that being said, uh, I mean, would it take like what me and you said? Like, if somebody, if you had like a a ghost come up behind you, like whisper your name in your ear. Yeah. Like. Like your full name, mm-hmm. like Jason Sparks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd, I'd wholeheartedly believe that. And then I, but I kind of imagined though that these guys would be like, no, that 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 was just the wind and everything. And that ghost is like, come on, man. And then he's like, uh, Bobby Mackey, social security number one two three four five six seven eight. You know, like it's like, nah, one yeah, you, you live at you know one <laughs> one twenty three James Avenue. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> circumstance your mother and father's name are <laughs> nah. so but here's also my flip side of this mm-hmm. to like this whole scenario mm-hmm. so do they believe that those certain people haunt by mackeys or do they know like have they had evidence of them saying their name or because i can't remember like it, like i said it's been so long ago since i've seen any of those episodes of by mackeys um, just from those, but is there any evidence of them saying like, I'm so-and-so, I'm so-and-so, or I'm so-and-so? No, for the most part, the apparitions have been, uh, perpetrated back to either the time of clothing they were wear, or in Alonzo Walling's case of the sketchings that were done on him whenever he was uh, under investigation. And then uh, for uh, Pearl Bryan being the, again, going back to what she's wearing, and then also the fact that she's headless, and just different instances like that, just what are they wearing, not as much of what do they look like, which there are some photos that they're able to say that's what that person looked like, but for the most part, it's what they're wearing. Well, no, I was just wondering <laughs> if they actually said a name, because yeah. this is where my point was going to come up as about demons mm-hmm. like you you can't know their name or they don't want you to know their name because that's how you get, get control yeah you control by their name yep. so as i was gonna say if they were actually coming out and saying their name i don't think they're demonic. That, yeah that makes you believe it's not demonic possession. yeah yeah and that's just what i was wondering if mm-hmm. i actually came out like did they have anything saying like what their actual name is no there's currently no record that i found that said of any apparition stating its name gotcha because I know, like, in other investigations that we've seen... They they'll ask who's name, here. And they'll say their name. Yeah. In, or it, We're Many or something like that. Yeah, that too. That, that's yeah, a little more frightening. Yeah. Um, and, yes, I will say that through EVP or EMF, you can find some of those. But as verbatim of hearing it outright now... Well, that's also my thing, too, though. Is like, I already have bad hearing, so I probably won't hear it. Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of these shows that we we watch and everything, whenever they play it back, and they're like, "It said this," and me and Bobby look at each other like, "I, yeah. I don't know about that, Chief." Uh, a <laughs> little bit of a stretch. Now there has been that one that said Zach's name, like Zach Bagans. Yeah, that, that was one, <laughs> that was pretty wild. That one was pretty much verbatim. Yeah, what's my name? Zach. Zach what? Bagans. <laughs> it's like. Huh. I guess, I guess my reputation precedes me. (laughs) (laughs) I am famous now. I made it (laughs) on this plane and the next. They gonna know me when I get there. (laughs) They might not be my biggest fan, but they gonna know me when I get there. Tired boys. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, there's just so much that goes into this, into this one. Because mm-hmm. top two, high places for me, Action House, Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like you said, this is a place you have a, a whole heaping amount of respect for just because this is really kind of the precipice for you. This is kind of really what got you into supernatural as far as media goes yeah as media because like i said before i had a bunch of personal experiences before i actually started doing some research into it and then that was like the first one that came up by mackie's and it's mm-hmm. just he wow. saw he saw the name and he was like my name's bobby wow we're one of the same <laughs> i was mad for this place <laughs> i'm your real boy i'm your real boy <laughs> Well, Bobby, if you have any final statements or not, let's close her out. All right, guys. So, as Jason said, whenever we start with the episode, it's great to be back. Um, again, I'll just go ahead and give y'all another reminder. If y'all have any merch that y'all would like to see um, us come out with, please just send us either a DM or um, I'm sure some of y'all have our numbers. Uh, <laughs> so, just let us know uh, what you'd like to see. That way we can try to get get it in the works and see what it's going to take. And then whenever we find out what we'll do, I will just kind of put out a poll maybe on Instagram about pricing um, to see if it actually be something that you would be interested in getting. If the price is too much, I don't want to uh, put it out there uh, for y'all. We're just going to put y'all maybe in a bond or anything like that. Um, but other than that, uh, we appreciate you guys um, tuning in to us uh, where we put up these episodes. I will let you know as well, as always, we are drinking uh, before and during uh, these recordings. If you are drinking along with us, we do ask that you please do drink responsibly. If you, uh, if you or a loved one, uh, have any suicidal tendencies or thoughts, we ask that you do please reach out to the United States Suicide uh, Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. Help is available 24-7. Love you guys.